This podcast replay is brought to you by EJDconstruction.com. Call Eric at EJD Construction at 305-433-4843. They do it all, residential or commercial. EJDconstruction.com is the custom home builder and general contractor you can trust. 305-433-4843. All righty, there he is. How you feeling, my brother? You feeling good? Good. You sound very echoey as in my... Is it, uh, do I, is it too, uh, too echoey yeah, there? That's okay. It's fine. I, I'll, I'll make it work. All right. You'll make it work. Yeah. Right. Do you have your laptop sound on also? I do. Ah, maybe all the, that's. All the, way, all the way up. Okay. Does that, does that affect your headsets? I don't know. No. Know, maybe. Okay. No. All right. So then that's not. No, the it's echo. you. It's not me. It's you. It's me. It's me. That's what my wife always says. It's me. Oh, I heard that. I've heard that too. And she's usually right, actually, unfortunately. Yep. Uh, anyway, all right. So, uh, what uh, what new dolphin nugget have you been able to unearth for the audience today? Uh, Damn, it's like searching no, for no. Intelli- right now. It looks like I'm searching for intelligence and. In- Marjorie Taylor Greene's head right now. What, what's going on? There's a lot of silence. <laughs> yeah, we, we could be here a while. Um, nothing from Dolphin. We talked, I mean, I was doing the rounds with the prospects who were doing their combine interviews today. Uh, few of them met with did the you Dolphins. Any drive, did you give any driving tips to Jalen Carter? He's not out there. He's back at the combine, but he skipped his media, okay. his media uh, just- session. Just checking because you know you you are an expert driver, just like the Rain Man. So I figured you'd be giving him some you know advice. So let's wait until all the facts come out on that one. You know, before we bury the kid, even though it, I, I haven't buried him. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. He, you know, but he's got plenty of driving tickets too. He, he you know, let's uh, let's not make it sound like uh, you know he's he's. Mr. Uh, driving school instructor or something. You know what I'm saying? So he, he thinks yeah. he's in, in Indy track anyways, as it is. And he is here in no. Indiana. By the way, did he go out to the racetrack to warm up a little bit? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I You're funny. You're mean. All right. All right. Um, not, no, but not, not a whole lot in terms of, like, dolphin-related nuggets. So again, some prospects have met with them, some who have not. Um now I wasn't able to hit all the wide receivers. Today was wide receivers, tight ends, and quarterbacks who were talking. Um, pretty much whenever I had the chance, I asked them specifically if they, if they met. A couple of them who have met them, nobody of nobody who's a name who would really necessarily jump out at you. Um, so nothing from that. And in terms of what the Dolphins are doing themselves, I mean, we're, we're, we're getting down to it. Something's going to break pretty soon. Because we're less, we're 12 days away from the start of free agency, and more importantly, 12 days away from the start of every team having to be cap compliant with their they want. So, what are we hearing uh, about Christian Wilkins? Because that's one I, that you you got to find a way to get that shit done, bro. Yeah, no, I absolutely get get that done. And I, I think I saw, and again, it's somebody throwing out there on Twitter that the. Something about the dolphin shopping him or something. I that's that's crazy to me. Um, no, I, to me he's got an extension coming, and which will serve the benefit of keeping him around and lowering his cap number for 2023 because of it's 
I don't remember 10.4 million, I think, off the 50 rob. So that needs needs to be done. That's the one to me that the most logical move. Tyreek Hill contract restructure is another logical move. Uh, to Ron Armstead, another possibility, you know, moving some money around. Uh, and then maybe some will cut. Um, but they no, they do have work to do and it's it's coming up. Is there a street free agent out there? or somebody that's going to be a free agent that you are starting to think is going to sign with the Dolphins? Um, there's a couple of guys who make sense, but again, it's, they're going to depend on how much money they're going to be able to, to clear up. The backup quarterback situation is interesting to me. Um, I mean, like this does Carson Wentz make sense as a backup if he can't find a starting job anywhere and if he's willing to take a backup job? I like Minshew. Uh, no? So like, I'm, told, like I'm, told, I'm told from people who watch him play, who have watched him play closely, no. And I also remember when the Dolphins played Jacksonville in that Thursday night game a couple of years ago, and actually in 2020, he looked overwhelmed, and I mean, and that's being very polite. Um, yeah, he's a backup. I mean, well, but he's a bad backup. I mean, okay, Carson Wentz, if he. I, I saw him play this year a couple of times, and he did all right, actually. This year, he did he did all right as a backup this year. I just think that in this system, I think he kind of fits this system. You know? Yeah. Um, I, I again, know, but, I, but, I, so, but you like Carson Wentz? It's I think like- I like Carson Wentz. I think he's worth, he's somebody worth investing in. I mean, again, you have to get somebody who's not fragile, so that eliminates Teddy Bridgewater coming back. Well, I, I think can- Carson Wentz is fragile too. And not, not about his injury. His well, well, yeah, no, he's fragile there. But again, obviously, this would this would entail him having accepted the fact that he's flopped his last three places. His, yeah. his career as a starter is over and yes. he can make some money and stay in the NFL for several years. If he's willing to be a backup, if he's not, if he's can't adopt that mindset, then, you know, I just think like a, a, a Dalton, a Minshew, a Haneke. I, yeah. I'd rather, I'd rather take chances on those guys than, than Carson Wentz. I just see, a little more mental toughness out of those guys than I do out of Carson Wentz, which is the weirdest thing. Man, God, that Carson Wentz we saw the first couple of years. Holy yeah. shit, that guy was awesome, dude. Yeah, he could play. Like, I don't know what happened to him mentally. I don't know why, because it's not a physical thing. I don't believe it has anything to do with physical. I think it has everything to do with him losing that edge here. You know, Correct. Correct. It, is, it is odd, brother. I mean, odd. Yeah, and I, I don't know the dynamic of suffering a really bad knee injury when he's having a monster year and then watching your backup lead that team to the Super Bowl, to Super Bowl win, how messed with his head or something. Ah, who knows? But he, yeah, he, he lost, like you said, let's go, let's go old school cliche. He lost the eye of the tiger. Yeah, no, definitely. And the fan base then got behind Nick Foles too. And I think that right. that kind of that kind of hurt him too. I think it's a little bit of what you saw this year with uh, Mike White uh with the t-shirts and then Zach Wilson sees that and it's like, "Holy crap. 
Like these guys left me behind like right away, you know, for the backup. And that that's, you know, shit. That's kind of stuff you never see. No, but Wilson buried himself before that with. No, I know. I know. I, I mean, above everything else is, is ridiculous comments after that loss against New England. Um, but no, you yeah. know what? The more, the more, as we're talking here, I'm like, I'm like talking myself out of that idea that no, I wouldn't want Carson Wentz. Um, but, but I, I, I'm not like Taylor Taylor Heineke. It's a backup. Yeah, Andy Dalton might be your best backup opportunity. Yes, but it's a backup who, based on history, could wind up having to play four, five, six games. Yeah, yeah, and he's got a lot of experience starting. Look, I'm, I've never yeah. been an Andy Dalton believer as a starter. But where he's at now in his career, I have no problem using him as a backup. I think he would be a very serviceable uh, backup for for this team. And I think with the with the playmakers you have on this team, it makes his life a little easier too. Where he just has to try to facilitate, you know, more than anything else. So let me let me go with this. Give me a percentage on the Dolphins signing Jordan Poyer. Twenty-five. I, I kind of, I kind of get the feeling. I, I think Buffalo has a good, good thing going. They have a lot of cap gymnastics to do. I, I think ultimately he, he winds up staying. I mean, he's, he's a core guy on that defense. So that would be my a, guess. But that, that, that Allen contract kicks in now, and they also have to pay a couple of other guys because Edmonds is up for a deal too. Correct. I think there's a couple. I think there's another guy or two that they they that's up for deals. I I forgot where I read it, but I think there's several guys that they had that that, that are up for free agency with that team. They have one of their alignments up. Yes, um, yes. But uh, again, I I think to me, I think I see for them Poyer being a core guy on defense. Um, so I think my expectations would be would be he goes back. He goes back to Buffalo. If he doesn't, then then I think the Dolphins have as good a shot as anybody again if they can make the finances work because that's what it's going to be all about with them. All right. So should the Dolphins move back to Biscayne College and give their players salt pills in between practices since the Kansas City Chiefs are winning championships treating their players like shit? Yeah. At, that's weird, though. You would think, you know, if you see, if you see the Arizonas and Washington get really, really low grades, and you look at their success on the field, you're like, oh yeah, I, I get it. Right. KC it correlates. Um, right. But then, uh, then, then we're just oh, it, to say, it, it, it is some guy named Pat Mahomes, right? You know what I'm saying? That helps. So, or do they have to forget? Because here's the thing, though, in terms of like man game, man games lost the players. It's Casey Philly at the top of the league in terms of of good fortune in 2022. Was it because they had a full full team of guys playing hurt, or because they were just incredibly lucky? Right. Well, apparently they don't trust their trainer, so he was like, "Yeah, now you're fine, bro. Don't worry about it. Just put a little tape on that ankle, and you're you're good." But it's dislocated. Ah, don't worry about it. Crazy glue. It'll fix it. Go ahead, get out of here. It's a little ACL. You have another one. Yeah, what the hell? Although, like I told Cam, you know, I joke around, but the Dolphins played hard all year long throughout all of their injuries. Um, the, the, you know, they, they never 
gave up on their coach. Um, they weren't pointing fingers. Uh, even in that playoff game, we could argue, brother, if you know they make a couple of the right calls and they got that fourth and one going, who knows? They might even won that damn game, and that really would have been the shocker of all shockers. So the Dolphins are doing things the right way. I, I, their coaching staff is liked by their players. I think the front office is doing a good job overall. And the owner provides every single resource that you need. So all kidding aside, uh, I think the Dolphins are headed in the right direction. And I think they're going to get the results that they would like eventually. But that's another no, conversation. No, no, but I mean, the fact that they got such high – I mean, this is, this is the players voting, and they got high grades for everything. Um, the only one where they didn't was treatment of families, whatever that means. And Yeah, they'd like a family section. Well, that's, I'm sure that's very easily – you know, rectifiable. And I'm sure Tarm Garfinkel is going to be on the case and get it. You no, know, the only hiccup they've had, and it sucks because it's affecting this year uh, and next year as well, is the the tampering that cost them draft picks. Right. That that's the only thing that was set back. But other than that, no, they got. Um, and it wasn't necessarily a good look that they so publicly uh, jonesing for a couple of quarterbacks around the league. But now that now they appear, mind you, appear because they're still like. Lamar Jackson rumblings are out there. I, there's, I no, there's no Lamar Jackson rumblings. That's there, are, there are Lamar Jackson rumblings Who? all over the place. Who? Dude, look, Who? At, look at the internet. It's all over the place. That, that's all, And it's all bullshit stories. They're just like Greg Cody did today. Oh, are the Dolphins delaying just because maybe – that's a bullshit story. There's nothing behind it. That's lazy media that's just putting shit out to get clicks. There is no substance behind Lamar Jackson – whatsoever except except we, except we heard the same thing when they were after deshaun watson and they literally but well, that was that was flow it wasn't he's not here go, it anymore. wasn't flow steven ross was the one who was getting and steven ross was part of the brady stuff because he's a tool he gets taken by anybody for a ride okay. but it wasn't the front office now that the front office is in charge and they're telling you over and over again and so is the head coach it's all Tua. This Lamar Jackson story is complete bullshit. There's nobody of substance. Pelissero's not reporting it at all. All right? Schefter's not reporting it. Uh, uh, what's it called? Um, uh, uh, Rappaport, uh, Garofolo. They, they can't, there's nothing, to report, right, there's nothing there's, to report right now because Baltimore is still trying to get things worked out with Lamar Jackson. So, um, then, so then why would any story out there by Greg Cody have any I'm kind not, of... I'm not referencing Greg Cody, but okay. I'm just telling you that... In you're not referencing of... anybody. Notice, you're not referencing anybody. You're saying it's out Jeff there. Dar Big O, Jeff Darlington, who is a very highly yes. reputable dude, was like suggesting on television, he wasn't reporting, he was suggesting that that could be the best winding up scenario. For okay, Lamar suggesting Jackson. is one thing. I am, or, but again, if it here's my thing. If it I, wasn't, listen, listen, the ones that are suggesting, including Jeff Darlington, if he thinks that's a good idea, he's freaking clueless. Just like everybody else that actually thinks Lamar Jackson's a good quarterback, not a freakish athlete that can run like the wind. And that's what keeps him alive, not necessarily his arm. So they can make those silly suggestions, Jeff or whoever else wants to do it, but there are no reports out there saying that they're seriously interested, intrigued, 
talking, discussing, reaching out to the mother or anything like that. None of that has happened. That wouldn't take, okay, here, couple, let's, let's do some balancing here because you're, you're way off on one, on one side, okay? There wouldn't be anything of that going on right now that maybe that would be leaked out. Number two, and, I, and I've told you this before, that I, to me, it, it doesn't make sense in my head from a Dolphin standpoint because one of the reasons you'd move her from Tua is the durability issue, and Lamar Jackson's missed five games each of the last two years, and he's a running quarterback. But where I take issue with you is I would don't, let's not dump on Lamar Jackson um, and say he's a strictly running quarterback. The dude was NFL MVP in 2019, okay? And, and I know for the past two years you, you talked about how Tua didn't have the elements around him to produce in the passing game before McDaniel got here and Jalen Waddle and was joined by Tyreek Hill. Well, Lamar Jackson's had pretty mediocre wide receiver core, if we're going to be honest about it. Okay, so let's not we can we can we can agree that the idea in a lot of ways doesn't make a whole lot of sense without taking shots at Lamar Jackson. No, I, I get that, bro, but uh, you know, I saw the Giants win with Phil McConkey and Mark Ingram. So, you know, you know, there, there have been times that you can they didn't win, win because with, of the passing game, although but they won because that's what Baltimore has great tight ends, offensive line, running game and defense. A lot of people have won that way. A lot of people. Right. Correct. You know, let's, let's the, Baltimore, the Baltimore Ravens won that way. Brendan Stokely was their number one wide receiver the year they won the Super Bowl back in 2001. So receivers have been, uh, you know, Freddie Solomon was was Joe Montana's receiver, and I forgot who the other guy was. It was all about Dwight Clark. It was about their running game. Well, the running game wasn't even great. It was Greg Cooper and their defense. So this has been done before where the receivers aren't necessarily – if the middle of that team, the tight ends, the, the offensive line, the running game, and the defense are working – you're going to have a great opportunity, and Lamar has had that opportunity many times over because he does have elite tight end. He does have the running game. He does have the offensive line, and he has had the defense. That's been the foundation of that team from day one since he's been there. I'm not um, – what I'm saying to you is you're poo-pooing him as a quarterback, and I don't think that's – Yeah, yeah, I, I think he's a mediocre passer. Yes, I've okay, said that that's, and that's over I, and over I'm and not, over and over again. Okay, I'm not with you there, but we can you agree know, to disagree. That's why he, when he, when he's faced with a real quarterback and he gets in a shootout, he never can can hang because he's a front running quarterback. If he's they not leading, if he's not leading by running the ball, that's how they do it. But once they trail, since he's not a quarterback, he doesn't come back. That's what happens. Go look at so, most of the games. Go look at ninety percent of the games that they trail. They don't come back. Why? Because you don't have a real quarterback. That's the so, difference. That's why when you're down by 21 on the road, a real quarterback in Tua Tungavailoa brings you back. Okay? But he cannot do that down 21 points. If you give him Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, we, we, yeah, he could do that. Yeah, he'll be overthrowing him too a whole bunch. That's what he'll be doing. Okay, whatever. Next topic. Okay. He'll be overthrowing him. I'm not – I'm. I just – it's funny to me. Like, nobody's standing out there going if, – if he was a real franchise quarterback, there'd be eight teams going, here's two first-rounders, and I'm giving him the guaranteed contract. But because he's not a real quarterback, because he's a running quarterback that gets injured while 
He's running the last couple of years. Everybody kind of knows the real story behind it. I just think a lot of the media and fans are the ones that are kind of clouded. But I don't see you anybody. Do, in the okay, Big O, you do, you do understand that no team can do anything right now. No, I know that. Make, make, okay, then you're saying that. that. Well, you're saying, well, if he was so great, people would be making he, offers. The, the, report, the reports would be out there already that this team wants him, that team wants him. That would already be out there, dude. Because when Brady becomes available, then teams will tell you that they want him. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of the way it goes. When those kind of guys, Peyton Manning's available. Bro, there are people that are going to want, want him right away. Oh, we're parting ways with Andrew Luck. Well, they're going to want him right away. This is the this is kind of the way it goes. I don't. You don't hear anybody dying to trade for the guy. Because, because it, the situation is still not settled. They could re-sign him tomorrow. I, I, we'll, we'll find out. I mean – Oh, you know, you, you know that's not going to happen, right? You know, he what's wants that? a, he wants a, you know what's going to happen. He's going to get tagged. He's going to hold out because he's kind of, you know, stuck on that whole fully guaranteed deal. Nobody's going to give him a fully guaranteed deal, so he's going to end up holding out and going to be bitter about this. This is going to get ugly. This is going to get really, really ugly because he he's dead set on that full, fully guaranteed deal. There's no way he gets it. No way. Nobody's going to give him a fully guaranteed deal. No, I, 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 and you can't. I, I, I agree. I agree with you there. You can't. Not with this playing style. No, that's that, and that's my point. That when Mahomes injures his leg, he can stay in the pocket and beat you. Years ago, Brett Favre didn't have a leg, stayed in the pocket, and he can beat you. This guy lost his leg, and he had to stay out because he needs his legs in order to be an effective quarterback because he can't sit there. A couple years ago, Russell Wilson was playing with. With a, with a banged-up knee, a high ankle sprain, and he played like the first six weeks of the season that way. Why? Because he can live in the pocket. He can move around and make plays. Lamar can't do that. He tried to do that this year. That's why the offense ended up with a lot of field goals, because he tried to live in the pocket, and he could not do it. He can't, he can't play the game without running. That's his problem. And that's a huge problem for any quarterback. If you have to live off your legs – That's the beauty of Jalen Hurts this year. That's where he proved me wrong. He really sharpened up his accuracy from the pocket, and he started beating you from the pocket by dropping freaking dimes on people. It wasn't just because you have A.J. Brown. The guy's right behind A.J. Brown, but you're dropping it right there in his, in his, in his pocket. You're like, holy crap, that, that is beautiful football when you can throw it that way. And that's where I give Jalen Hurts a lot of credit. Lamar Jackson has never proven to me that he can do that on a consistent basis. Just hasn't. You know? I'm not a believer, man. No, no, I'm he, just, and, that, and that's fine. You don't have to be. I've never that's been fine. a I've never been a believer in his passing skills on a on a on a on a continuous basis. It, he'll freak you out at times because that's what athletes do. Ryan used to do that too. There were times that Ryan would throw up. I, I still remember. Against the Ravens, he rolls to the left, and he throws. You, you know exactly the, the, the throw a, I'm talking about. It was about. a fourth down play at the end of the game. Wow. Like, it was a throw like you said, holy shit, dude. Like, that was impressive. Mm -hmm. But that's because Ryan Tannehill is an athlete. And right. athletes will freak you out at times because they can do things that you and I can't. But athletes can't become consistent quarterbacks. That's the difference. That's why you're just an athlete and not a precision passer. 
And that's what I think he'll never be, unfortunately, is a precision pass. Look, I think Josh Allen still has that hole in his game. He's gotten better. He has a little bit of – he has that clutch gene in him. But he still has his erratic ways in games. You still see it. It still shows up. Wyoming football still shows up in him every once in a while. Except he compensated by making so many plays right. off, off schedule. Right, exactly. Okay. No, he has that clutch gene. He has that, he has, yeah. he has that clutch gene in him that when you, know, like you need a play, he finds a way to make a play. And also it helps that he's a freaking monster running back too, that he can take the pounding that Lamar Jackson can't. Correct. You know, like Cam Newton did for a while. And then yep. eventually it catches up to you. Um, what's your thoughts on, on, on the Christian Wilkins thing? When are we going to start to hear something about this? No, we, we start off by discussing. I know, I know. But when do you think that we'll hear something about it? That's why I wanted to follow up on that. Because that, that's, to me, a huge concern for this offseason. Like, if you don't sign him, that's a bad start to your offseason. A horrible start to your offseason. But, but here's the thing. I, I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. It's not like they're not going to have control. Oh, yeah. Over him, or or that the the only reason that there's some sort of of pressure to get it done sooner rather than later is because of that March 15th and the Dolphins, the fact that Dolphins are still over the cap, you know. Um, for all we know, also it's possible that they've done some contract restructures that they haven't leaked out yet. Uh, but they had they started the offseason with 16 million over the cap. Uh, and some of the moves may wind up being painful. That one should not be painful. So, and it's one that they logically should want to get done. So, um, is it going to be done in conjunction with other stuff that they're going to drop all at the like you know on March? A lot of times you'll see March 13th, March 14th, a whole bunch of roster moves come up that create a whole lot of cap spaces that we're going to be looking at. I don't know, but it's to me. I would think it has to happen before March 15th. If it doesn't, then you're looking at, I mean, he's under contract for 2024. If it's not done by between March 15th, and I could wait up until training camp. Let's hope, it, let's hope they can get it done. All right, what are you working on there at Sports Illustrated? Oh. So the Dolphin Nation, who can lock it up there, bookmark alldolphins.com, which, by the way, I don't know if you guys noticed, that officially makes you a Dolphins fan when you bookmark all dolphins.com. I don't know if you know that. So I don't care if you bought season tickets. I don't care if you own a Jersey. I don't care if you bought a hat. None of that makes you an official fan until you bookmark all dolphins.com. Tell them. Yeah. I mean, it's going to, it's wall to wall combine coverage and mix in with a little bit of free agency, because again, this is coming up. Uh, I think I'm going to do today, my ranking of the, of the dolphin free agents, in terms of importance of bringing back and the likelihood that they indeed will come back. That's going to be one thing. And then I'll uh, go through all the interviews I did this morning and uh, put up some stuff on that as well. All right. Good stuff. As always, make sure you follow him on Twitter at Poopart NFL. Alan, as always, thank you, my brother. Appreciate you immensely. Safe travels. If I don't see you tonight, you got it. you will be good. There you go. EJDconstruction.com, Miami Dolphins report.